EHH Productions presents KB Cabaret, an original variety show, with your host, Bree Harvey. Hi folks, welcome to KB Cabaret. My name is Bree Harvey, head writer and producer of this show. KB Cabaret is a calabaloo of original skits, songs, poetry, and short stories. What's Calabaloo, you ask? Magic, from a child's creative imagination. I was five when I coined that word, and it's been around my family ever since. The settings originate from my hometown, Parlor City. And the stories originate from people Names, who characters, are... places, and incidents either are products of the author's imagination or are used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events or locales or persons, living or dead, is entirely coincidental. Thank you, Bonnie. That, folks, obviously was my lawyer. Starring my friends, the Parlor City Players, Judy McMahon, Bonnie DeForest, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, and myself, Bree Harvey. Welcome to our town, welcome to Parlor City, where our friends come, come out to play. When neighbors don't leave, they stay and chat a while. Welcome to our town, to KB Cabaret. This week on KB Cabaret, we present an interview with Adam Holly and songs from his band, Alpha Mania. Welcome to our town, to KB Cabaret. Mornings are a special time for me. My rituals are simple. A good cup of coffee, soft classical music, and a little daily feature in our local newspaper called Advice with Granny Ada. Dear Granny Ada, last night I couldn't sleep. I was so mad. I went into the bathroom and there was no toilet paper on the roll dispenser. Do you know how annoying it is to go to the bathroom at 3 a.m. and not have toilet paper on the roll dispenser? This is not the first time this incident has occurred. On the rare occasion when my husband actually puts a roll on the holder, he has the sheet coming out from underneath and not over. Come on! It is so hard to get the roll started this way. And you know what else, Granny Ada? He doesn't understand the concept of the shower curtain. The shower curtain's lining should go inside the tub so that the water doesn't come out. Am I right? I mean, really. Do you know how often I have told him this? Why do I have to lecture a college-educated man to understand the ins and outs of lavatory etiquette? And I'm not even mentioning the toilet seat lid being up, okay? That's one more on the list, you know. I am at wit's end, and I don't know what to do about his insensitive attitude toward my angst. This has got to change. Signed, One Tissue Short of an Issue. Dear Short Issue, how delightful. Marriages going down the drain because of toilet papers, toilet lids, and shower curtain concerns. I get hundreds of letters pertaining to these issues every week. Infidelity and homicide take second and third place. Obviously, the hindquarter of our culture takes precedence over everything else. 
the lower common denominator has sunk us into petty, primitive, primeval pieces of excrement, a sorry standard for the privileged species. These are such luxury problems, problems that should not be problems. Who cares in the large spectrum of life which side the bathroom tissue comes off of or if the shower curtain is in or outside of the tub? Be happy you have indoor plumbing and running water. If out in nature, you'd probably use a banana or a sycamore leaf. Then what? Hubby didn't plant the tree in the right place. The potty hole was not dug deep enough. Oh, here is my advice, sweetie. Take a breath and put the roll on yourself. Life is too short to bicker over the crazy. Believe me, you'll always find more to argue about. Just pick and choose, pick and choose. Thank you for writing, honey, and have a nice day. Granny Ada. She's back from her trip. Come on in. I'm doing the show. Ladies and gentlemen, Parlor City chef extraordinaire, Beulah Deschamps, back from her world tour. Oh, my. Well, thank you very much. When did you get back? Oh, I could have picked you up at the airport. Oh, nonsense, dear. You already have too much responsibility as it is. Stefan and I arrived in New York last evening. We rented a car and just drove back this morning. You literally just got home, and you're here on the show with me? That was my plan, and here I am. Well, I am honored. Oh, you look great. So radiant. I am different. A trip like this does change a person. Let's see. I'm going to run down the list of places you've been to. Do you mind? Not at all. Okay. You started off in Florence, Italy, for your son Paulie's wedding. Then Venice and Girano. Don't forget Naples. Okay, that's right. Then you went on to France. Laurette de Mar, so beautiful. With the man you met in Naples. Uh-huh. Then you left the man in Naples and went off to Barcelona by yourself. <laughs> you took notes, didn't you? <laughs> well, I had to. Well, from Barcelona, you went to Portugal with your dear friend, the dance choreographer. Yes, Francisca. She is such a lovely woman and now a good friend. And the two of you traveled there to visit her family and see the sights. That's right. Then that's where you began to take the Fado singing lessons, right? Oh, that's right. In Porto, Portugal. What amazing music. Okay. Then off you went to France as a culinary roadie with that jazz band. Isabella's band, that's right. And if I recall, that is the country where you were accused of stealing carrots? Oh, yes, in Lille, France, to be exact. What a nightmare. But all ended well because you befriended the cop who arrested you. Arno, yes, who made up for it by taking me to Brussels, London, and Paris. Uh-huh. Okay, then fate landed you back in Lille, 
where you met the man you are with now. My dear Stefan. The judge you wooed with your hummingbird cake. Made with rum, pineapples, and bananas. Then you finished your jazz tour in Prague? No, in Frankfurt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I had the holiday blues in Frankfurt. Yeah, that was sad. Well, Stefan hadn't called me after I left Lille. The holidays were around. Nothing like a family to cheer you up. Yes, in Hungary and Sweden. And a detour in Kiev. And then the wonderful phone call from Stefan. My dear, sweet Stefan, who whisked me off to Australia to meet his family. And then you finally took that cruise to the South Pacific, where you became rich. <laughs> Two jackpots in the ship's casino. Not too many people have done that. That's what I've been told. And now you're back in Parlor City with Stefan, with a boatload of money. And wonderful memories. All that in four and a half months. Incredible. It went so fast. What a whirlwind. Now I have to clean up after Edna. The English professor from England who rented your home while you were away. Yes, her. Well, what happened? She trashed the place. What? I just went to visit her last week. Everything seemed fine. Well, she must have decided to have a last-minute party. Oh, dear. I was away for the weekend. I had no idea. Oh, it's not your fault. But, well, I am back in la-la land, that's all. Well, I'll come over after the show and help. Oh, that's nice. I'm preparing South Pacific shrimp tacos with coconut chili sauce. You just got home. I know, but they are Stefan's favorite island food. And mine, too. They are delicious. I just downloaded the recipe to you. Wait, let me see. Oh, here it is. South Pacific tacos with coconut chili sauce. Oh, this looks amazing. Mila, I don't know how you do it. Responsibilities with a touch of joie de vivre. Come on over about one o'clock and bring some work gloves. We have some scrubbing to do on the walls. Bye-bye, dear. Amazing. Well, even with Professor Edna's mess, Beulah still left in a chipper mood. I will post this wonderful South Pacific shrimp tacos with coconut chili sauce on Beulah's recipe bar. You can find this and all of her other spectacular recipes exclusively on our app. Just go to kbcabaret.com. That's K-B-K-A-B-A-R-E-T dot com. And download yours today. Happy birthday, son. 18 years old. Seems like it was only yesterday your mother was bringing you home from the hospital. And you were so cute. Thanks, guys. Um, uh, did you get me anything for my birthday? Well, son, your mom and I thought it was time to talk to you about the facts of life. Dad, I'm 18. I know all about the facts of life. No, dear, not those facts of life. The facts of your life. What are you talking about? Well, I don't know where to begin, son. Some of the things you believed about your family for your whole life are really not what they seem. Yes. We should have told you about this before, but we just couldn't bring ourselves to do it. Do what? I have no idea where you guys are going with this. Okay, I'll just say it. There's something we've been meaning to tell you about your mother. Son, she's not really your mother. Huh? It's true. Your Aunt Betty is your real mother. 
I'm really your aunt. I guess you could call me your aunt mother. Have you guys been dipping into the ambient again? Listen closely, son. When your aunt Betty got pregnant with you, she was too young to raise a child. So right after you were born, she gave you to us. We'd always wanted a baby, and well, we couldn't have one. So it was a win-win for everyone. For everyone, even you, son. Wow. I don't know what to say. This is a lot to absorb. We know. We've always thought of you as our own son, and that will never change. But what about you, Dad? Are you really my father? Well, son,、uh, there's something we've been meaning to tell you about your father. Oh no! Now what? Brace yourself, son. I was born as a female, and I've always known I was a man trapped inside a woman's body. So I had the surgery to become a man right before I met your mother.、Uh, I mean, your aunt mother. You're kidding, right? This is all a big joke, right? You're pulling an elaborate prank on me before my surprise birthday party starts, right? It's true, son. Your father used to be a woman. Think of him as your aunt father. This is crazy! What a way to celebrate my 18th birthday! I find out my aunt is my mother and my father is a woman. Who's my real father? Your uncle Fred. Uncle Fred? But he's a serial killer. He's been in a mental institution for the last ten years. Yes, it's sad. We sure hope his problems aren't hereditary. So what should I call him now? Uncle Father Fred? Father Uncle Fred? How about my old man, the lunatic? Calm down, son. You're eighteen years old. Time to start facing the facts of life like a man. A man? What would you know about being a man? You're a woman. That was a cheap shot, son. Stop talking to me like you're my mother. You're just my aunt. Stop it right now, son. You're way out of line. We love you, and we've been the best parents we possibly could for eighteen years. Oh, I guess you're right. Sorry, Dad. Sorry, Mom. Oh, that's okay, son. I understand. We're dumping a lot on you very suddenly. Yeah, I think I better go out and get some air and digest all this. I'll take Rex for a walk. Come on, Rex. Come on, boy. Let's go for a walk. Uh, son, there's something we've been meaning to tell you about Rex. No. Rex used to be a cat. No. And he's actually your cousin.、Ah! What you have been listening to is a song called "Man That You Made," and it is from All for Mania, a band that is a local band here in our Parlor City area. Adam Holly, I'd like to welcome you to our show. Hi, thank you.、I'm、very happy to be here. What about your musical background? I mean, how long have you been writing songs, singing songs? I've always written poetry and、um, and and written songs and lyrics. My whole, as you know, as far back as I can really remember. My first passion was actually the theater, acting and performing and writing plays and things like that, and that kind of led me to musical theater where I would sing a lot. And I really kind of realized I had a voice that I didn't really realize I had. But I pursued acting for several years. I got my degree from Binghamton University, and、uh, but music was always something in, my, in 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 the back of my mind, in the background. I was always singing, always writing, and just a dream that I've always had. I just decided. This past year to just really, just sort of really pursue this dream finally, once and for all. 
And so you just um, started All for Mania this year? Yes, yes. I stepped in the recording studio the first time um, less than a year ago uh, at, at Dave's studio at Basement Audio. So tell me a little bit about Man That You Made. What inspired you to write that? A lot of different things. This song is really kind of just about either that person or that that thing or that experience in your life where it's just, it really sort of pushed you down or held you down or you may not have realized it at first, but it turned you into something stronger in the end. And the irony of the song is that it made you into something strong enough to fight back at that thing. <laughs> and that is actually a positive coming out of it, you know, mm -hmm. that now you can face whatever it is, that person, that thing that's holding you down because they made you strong enough to, to do that. But now they can't hold you down anymore. And so. isn't that, that's the inspiration we usually need. We need that little push. All right. So let's listen to this song, Man That You Made. We'll be right back.
Time to go, hon. I know. Hon? Yep. You're not moving. I know. Well, miss the flight. Come on. I know. It's just that... It's just what? It's just I hate to leave. Well, so do I, but all good things have to come to an end sometime. I know. Okay, I'm ready. Good. What did you just put in your purse? My purse? Yes, your purse. What did you just put in your purse? Oh, this, it's nothing. It's not nothing, Mandy. It's a remote. So? It's a remote to the TV for the hotel room. I know. You know? Okay. So I'm going to ask you a silly question. Why do you want to take the TV remote? Just a memento. A memento? Yes. You're crazy. That hotel remote goes to the hotel TV that's on the... Where's the flat screen that was standing there? Flat screen? Yes, the TV that was standing on the dresser. Oh, that TV. Yes, Mandy, that TV. The one that was on the dresser. The one that belongs in this hotel room. Oh, UPS picked it up. What? That and the little upholstered poof in the corner. You took the poof? No, the UPS did. Mandy, why would you want to take the poof? It'll go well in our living room next to the TV. Oh, I can't believe this. I'm married to a thief. Oh, you take that back. I'm not a thief. They're just mementos. You already said that. Mandy, a T-shirt is a memento, not furniture. Oh, well, good, because I have the hotel robes packed in the luggage. You took the robes, too? Well, they're not furniture, Kevin. I know they're not furniture, Mandy, but it's still stealing. Well, you just said... Ah, forget what I just said. Let's go before the police get here. Okay, here. What's this? Nothing. Just carry this bag, will you? I have these to carry. What's in here, Mandy? Are these pillows? Mandy! Well, they're so soft and comfortable. We can't get pillows like this at home. That's it. I officially do not know you. You are a nut. A practical nut. You said you liked those pillows, too. Yes, but that's not the point. Comfort is a part of the good life, Kevin. Now, just carry this and let's go. We'll miss the plane. You carry the pillows. I'll take your other bag. Uh... This weighs a ton. What do you have in here? Oh, let's just go. Mandy, table legs? You dismantled the hotel's desk? Well, I forgot to give it to UPS. It goes with the desk chair. What? The plane, Kevin, the plane. Honestly, Kevin, you need to focus. Let's go. Oh, oh, and and give me back the remote. This next song that we're going to be listening to, and I really like it very much, is called What Do I Know? Tell me about this song. Out of all the songs, I mean, I try to write everything from the heart. All the lyrics come from a personal space, personal experiences, things I feel and thought, but out of all the songs in the album, it's probably the most intimate. It's a uh, kind of a little peek into a relationship, you know, and like every relationship, it's ups and downs. It's a roller coaster. So it's really kind of just like a snapshot of one of those moments in a relationship where you try your best to do the right thing, to, to give somebody what you think they need or give them to do the right thing by them. And it somehow it ends up being the wrong thing. Right. <laughs> it kind of blows right. up in your face. Right. And, and the fallout from that and all the doubt that happens. So that's that's where that song came from. Do you play your own instruments as well? Is do your voice your instrument, or do you play something else as well? My voice is mainly my instrument. Getting better at the guitar all the time. I've gone to, to Dave and kind of strummed a song or two along, but that's really where I'm at. Kind of just strumming a, hem- a melody here and there. But I'm uh, I'm getting better all the time. But my voice is definitely uh, my main instrument. So the question is this: How do you write your songs? I mean, what um, do you write it down on? Do you play it first? Do you sing it into a recorder? 
Just curious. A little bit of both. Sometimes I'll come across the melody or a song will jump into my head or, or some lyrics and I'll sing it out loud. And if it's really good, what I've taken to doing is recording it first. And then um, I'll go to writing and then back and forth, you know, and then I'll sing what I've written and kind of tweak a melody here and there. But that's kind of the process. Yeah, I'll sing something that's in my head and then uh, I'll record it and mm-hmm. uh, go from there. Okay. All right. So let's listen to What Do I Know? Give you what you want, messed up everything, 
Base One, this is Command Central. Come in, Moon Base One. Uh, Moon Base One, this is Command Central. Come in. Moon Base One, do you copy? Over. Uh, Moon Base One, this is Command Central. Do you copy? Answer the radio. No, you answer the radio. You're right next to it. Just answer the radio. Hey, you want the radio answered, answer it yourself. Uh, Moon Base One, is everything okay? Over. You know, they're just going to keep saying Moon Base One until you answer it. Fine, I'll answer it. Good, make yourself useful, dillweed. Command Central, this is Moon Base One. Captain Harrington here. Do you copy? Affirmative, Moon Base One. We copy. Uh, what's going on up there? Nothing major, Command Central. Just a little hissy fit from Captain Jenkins. A hissy fit, Harrington? That's what you call it? You're such a doorknob. Moon Base One, did I hear Captain Jenkins call you a doorknob? Copy that, Command Central. He's just a little upset at the moment. Oh, damn right I'm upset. Why don't you tell him why? Moon Base One, is there a problem? A slight misunderstanding, more like a command. Jenkins got a bit tweaked when two rooks and a bishop from his chess game turned up missing. They didn't just turn up missing, you turd. You flushed them down a toilet and then purged the waste tank on purpose. Now they're out in freaking orbit. You could just spacewalk out there and get them if you want them back so bad. Oh, it's that simple, is it? Just go out there and get them. They floated over to the dark side of the moon where you know I'll never find them. Oh, well. Here, give me that thing. No! Give it to me. I I said let go. Give me the mic, damn it. Here, take it. Base One, are we in a crisis situation? Oh, we're in a crisis, all right. Moon Base One, uh, could you elaborate? (laughs) Elaborate? Stop it! The problem, Command? A year and a half loan with this jag hole, that's the problem. Jag hole? Uh, I'm sorry, Moon Base One, I don't think we have that word in our vernacular. Don't worry, when I get back I'll personally see to it that gets added. That and about a dozen other words. Roger that, Moonbase. Continue. Continue? A year and a half leading up to now and you want me to continue? It's going to take a while, Command. You do know that we're going to be in radio blackout pretty soon, right? Uh, copy that, Moonbase One. Proceed as requested. Okay. Let's start with the first week we were here. That bun puddle emptied my tube of toothpaste and filled it with silly string. Hey... I didn't like it, but I took it in good stride, you know, as part of some kind of initiation process. Roll with it. Be one of the gang. But things just kept getting worse and more frequent. Look, I put up with them dressing up as a creepy space alien and jumping out at me from behind a rock when I go out to collect dirt samples. And I held my tongue when I'd wake up every morning with Sharpie face. But I drew the line when I started eating cut-up pieces of my own underwear from the laundry bin. Do you know what it's like to eat your own dirty underwear, Command? Uh, that's a negative, Moonbase. Uh, we can't say that we do. Well, it's not very tasty, and we ran out of ketchup over four months ago, so that didn't help. Roger that, Moonbase One. A supplemental order of ketchup will be requisitioned for the next resupply flight in two weeks. I don't care about the damn ketchup, Command. What I want is rolls of duct tape so I can wrap his sorry ass and stick it to the wall so I can keep an eye on him at all times. Oh, and a slingshot so I can feed him from across the room. Affirmative, Moonbase. Ketchup has been unrequisitioned, and a slingshot has been supplemented to the list. 
No, no, put the ketchup back on the list. We need ketchup. Affirmative, Moonbase. Ketchup is now back on the list. Is the slingshot requisition order still a go? Yes, and more underwear, mediums. I've only got one pair left, and it's starting to get a little uncomfortable on laundry day. Which, by the way, is today. Wait, hold on, Command. Where is he? Where'd he go? Aw, oh, crap, he's gone. Hey, Jenkins, you hungry? I fixed you a snack. Uh, sounds like a meal time there, so we'll terminate transmission prior to blackout. And don't worry, Moonbase, more ketchup is on the way. Aw, oh, it's not mealtime, Command, it's laundry day. Harrington, you putz marble, that's my last pair of underwear. Oh, for crying out loud, can't you just wait till the ketchup gets here? We're back with Adam Holly from the band All For Mania, and I am sort of scared to ask you what this next song that we're going to be playing about is <laughs> called Wasted. Now, maybe it's just me. <laughs> what inspired you to write this song? What is, what Can you tell me about it? You know, this song at first listen is almost something you would take in one way where, you know, the chorus is, it repeats, you know, we're wasted and I'm wasted, but it's not just about, you You may take it as like you're having a good time, maybe you're drinking or like that kind of wasted, but it's, it's, it's more than that. It's about wasted time. It's about sort of wasted life, wasted moments. And, and you know, if you, the song is really the story of a, of a girl who, you know, lives kind of, kind of a rough existence, shattered dreams, that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. just sort of that wasted potential, that, that wasted hope, that waste, you know, the, the word wasted becomes encompassing of a lot of different things. Yeah. And the, the, I've seen that too often. And it's very sad to see yes. how a very potentially talented person can just waste their, their time. Well, let's listen to this because it's very, the lyrics are wonderful, the melody is great. So let's listen to Wasted. Shut inside out Daddy's little angel Till you 
So where are you going again? To the Hotel de Ville. Hotel de Ville? You mean right here in town? That's right. But why would you want to go to a hotel that's ten minutes away from your house? Because it's romantic. Do you think he'll really like it? Well, why wouldn't Jerry like it? It's a romantic getaway. Then you're okay taking care of the kids for one night. Sure, of course. Oh, thank you. This is going to be great. Are you going out for dinner? Oh, no. I ordered room service already. Two steak dinners with salad, bananas foster for dessert. We'll be waiting in the room when we get there at 6 o'clock. They have a large tub for two, so I'm taking bubble bath soap. I've even hooked up the MP3 player with selections of jazz and salsa music for background and dancing in the room. You thought of everything. Yep. Well, he does so much for me. I figured this time I'll do something for him. Nice. I'll pick up the kids around 5.30. Can I take this dumb blindfold off already? Just another second. Okay, okay. Surprise! A hotel room? Yes. How much did you pay for all this? Oh, don't worry about it. I'm worried about it. This is a sweet. Honey, look. Steak? Come on. How much is this going to set us back? Oh, honey, this is supposed to be romantic. Fine, fine. Let's eat. I'll just light the candles. Where are you? What are you doing? What? I'm just turning on the TV. We're having dinner, Jerry, here in the hotel room. Just the two of us, no kids. So? I just want to see what's on. Honey. I had a long day at work. It's nice to unwind. Well, exactly. That's why, after dinner, we'll have a nice, relaxing bubble bath together. Yeah, whatever. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Oh, honey, what is it? Do you realize what this is? What are you talking about? Chuck Norris! It's a Chuck Norris film festival! No! Oh, I love Chuck Norris! Oh, honey, this is going to be great! Yeah, great. I'm running the bath. Yeah. I'm putting the bubble bath in. Yeah. I'm drinking all the wine. Yeah, good, hon. Whatever. Jerry, the bubbles are overflowing in the tub. That's nice. No, you don't understand. The bubbles are all over the bathroom floor. What? <laughs> Help me. Why did you turn on the Whirlpool jets? To stir up the bubble bath soap. Why didn't you turn them off? They were stuck. Well, they're off now. Get the ice bucket. You and your bright ideas. I'm sorry. Here's the bucket. Well, don't look at me. I turned off the jets. You can do the rest. I'm going to bed. But, honey... Good night. Hello, room service. I'd like to order two bottles of house red wine. How many glasses? <laughs> no glasses. Just bring the bottles. Oh, and room service, can you bring up another ice bucket? The one I had is <clears throat> being used for something else. Thank you. Oh, here's to me. Long live romance. So what I am playing for finally, the very last song here, is this is called Last American Anthem. Before we speak about this song, I just want to let our audience know that I have linked Adam Holly's website and his band All For Mania onto our musicians page on KB Cabaret. That's K-B-K-A-B-A-R-E-T dot com. And just go onto the musicians page and go onto Adam Holly and All For Mania. You will find his link there. All right, so I want to find out about this uh, final song that we are going to be leading out with called Last American Anthem. It's really good.
Oh, thank you very much. I'm glad you like it. Dave and I were recording Wasted. I think it was about a week before the actual presidential election, and we were just talking about everything that was going on, that how divisive everything is and, and, and is still now. And I said, you know, someone needs to write a song about this moment right now. And he was like, yeah, you know what? I think that's a great idea. So I went home that night, and I started writing the last American anthem. And it was important for me not to uh, to really actually pick a side. Actually, almost every lyric is just a question, really. I ask a lot of questions throughout the songs, because I think that's where we are. We're in a moment where we're, we're all searching for answers and how we're going to move forward. I think that there's a line in the song where it's, it must be you because it can't be me. And, and I think that that is about even myself taking a look at my own part in, in, in the problems. And it seems like a lot of people are just fighting to just be right, it seems, especially on social media, as opposed to actually sort of listen to what the other person is saying or even take take note of maybe, maybe where they, they could be a, a source of the problem. And I think that in the end, if not that I feel like the country is going to collapse completely, but last American anthem, if, if there's anything that's going to really bring us down, it's going to be ourselves. It's going to be our inability to actually work together, to unite, come together and, and find some sort of common ground. That's one of our biggest, biggest problems right now. And I, and I really didn't want to pick a side. That's where the inspiration for the song came from. Yeah, thank you for that, Adam, because I've been feeling the same thing and you're voicing that. Yeah. I do not pick political sides on my show. I feel that this type of song is something that should be in the conversation because how often do we sit around the dinner table and we start yelling our own opinions without listening to anyone else? And that mm -hmm. is not a good idea. You don't get anywhere this way. Well, yes, this is the little political part of me that finally is showing through. I think we need to get together, even though we don't like something or we like something, and we need to work together. Thank you for writing this song. We will be leading out with Last American Anthem. Adam, I'd like to thank you for being on our show. Again, this is Adam Holly with his band All For Mania and his songs from our local area here in Parlor City. You will find his site link to ours on kbcabaret.com adam thank you and we are going to go back to last american anthem
That's all for today's show. I'd like to thank all of our guests for being on KB Cabaret. I am always awed with the amazing talent out there. Thank you to my hardworking crew, co-workers, and actors John Kerry, John Montgomery, actors Junie McMahon, and Bonnie DeForest. My amazing sound engineer and actor, newlywed, Charles Berman. His assistant, Valentine Monfuega. My music engineer, David Rice of Basement Studios, who <laughs> makes me sound better than I am. And a special shout-out to Christina Dilnella, who plays one mean piano and now works in musical theater in New York City. Of course, a special thank you to you, dear KB Cabaret audience, for stopping by and listening to our show. We certainly couldn't do this without you. If any of you have a hankering to write or sing for our show, contact me. Bree Harvey through the show submission page. Let me see what you've got. And sponsors, you want your name heard by over 150,000 listening audience members all over the country and as far as Australia? <laughs> Hello, mates. Then KB Cabaret is the place to be. Just give me a shout out on kbcabaret.com. That's kbkabaret.com. I'm Bree Harvey, head writer and producer of KB Cabaret. See you next week on the radio. Thank you for coming. Come.
while. Thank you for coming to spend some time. We love to have you and share our parlor city. Come back again now to KB Cabaret.